0: Hot Springs Village Inside Out is a closer look at the greatness of Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, and the surrounding areas. People, places, experiences. Hot Springs Village is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Join me, Randy Cantrell, and my co-host, Dennis Simpson, as we engage in weekly conversations to explore Hot Springs Village Inside Out. Today's show is brought to you by Central Arkansas' favorite radio station, KVRE. Find them on the dial at 92.9 FM. Stream them live at kvre.com. REMAX of Hot Springs Village is the largest real estate office with over 30 full-time agents and support staff. They're also an award-winning REMAX office. Visit them to learn more about this beautiful place to figure out your real estate needs. Call them today at 1-800-364-9007 or find them online at explorehsv.com. They are Remax of Hot Springs Village at 1-800-364-9007 or online at explorehsv.com.
1: This is what everyone has been waiting for, Randy. I know these sage words are what everybody's been waiting for. Advice from two old guys, right? Well, where's the other old guy? <laughs> oh, we have met the enemy and he is us. We have met the enemy and he is us. Yeah. I need a, I need an old guy who only gets old cartoon references that only old people know. That's what I need right there, right? Well, you got one. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many great, great listeners and watchers, and we sincerely appreciate each and every one of you. And that's not an exaggeration in any way. I do want to say that we hear a lot of the same questions. And Randy and I are not experts in virtually anything except talking. Maybe, maybe that's what we're good at, but Randy, I'm just thinking back on things that we can be, we can help good advice on. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I, 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 I like nice watches. You, you, you made a comment about one of my nice watches one time. Yeah. I paid 400 pesos, which is about $21 for a really great looking watch. And, uh, you're supposed to leave that second
0: part out. You're just supposed to say 400 pesos and make people go, man, really? Wow. He put, wow. I'm sorry. I interrupted you. No,
1: you didn't interrupt me. You're, you're making my point. You're making my point. How many miles do you have on your car? Randy 72,000. Okay. I, you have a 2008 Mercedes convertible with a big roaring V eight that is gorgeous, runs like a spotted ape and has 155,000 on it.
0: Well, mine is also a 2008.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you owe how Mine much? Mine just goes car?
0: between here and Hot Springs Village, though. <laughs> it's almost true, by the way.
1: It's virtually true.
0: Yeah. yeah it's almost true.
1: Well, and I used to drive. I used My wife drive has a miles.
0: 2007 Honda Accord that's got 100,000 miles on it.
1: And you owe how much on those, Randy?
0: Zero. Zero.
1: Yeah. Diane and I think, I think, and by uh, the way, we
0: never owed anything on them. We went in, we wrote checks, we took them home and
1: How can they possibly do that, Randy? Because we don't like debt. The good book says, if I'm not mistaken, in the Old Testament, I believe it says, own no, man, no thing but to love him. Am I mistaken?
0: No, no, you're right. Now, the context does mean it doesn't mean that you can't take on a mortgage or anything, but the context does mean pay what you owe,
1: pay what you owe to the taxes to whatever. Well, the
0: implication is and there's plenty of. I think there's plenty of, of Bible evidence to show. It, uh, don't spend money you don't have. Don't live beyond your means. It is absolutely a biblical concept, counting the cost and all that.
1: Counting the cost, exactly. And, and, and the point I'm bringing up is, and, and us as older guys, yeah, well, it's have we gotten to the wisdom to say, part yeah. yet? huh? Have we gotten to the wisdom part yet? I'm trying. Are we I'm just trying. hung up
0: on the old part? Bear with me. Bear yeah, with yeah, go me. ahead.
1: The wisdom is, don't you know, I don't use a credit card when you don't have to pay cash whenever you possibly can you don't have to have the newest car you don't have to yeah but well here i'll give you a stat i used to listen to click and clack the tappet brothers on oh, NPR yeah. all the time yeah. funny 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 guys always oh, cracking great jokes yep. one of them said one time that most cars are traded for less than 500 dollars in repairs can you imagine trading cars, Randy, and not losing five hundred dollars at the dealership? I can't imagine not losing two thousand dollars at the
0: dealership. No, the good news is I know somebody right now who's got a, an old old a uh, uh, 17 year old Toyota, transmissions out, but because of the current state of the economy, it's worth three thousand dollars. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what? what kind of a world Don't are we live? What
1: kind of a world are we living in, man? You know, oh. where you can sell a used car for more than you paid for it. Well, you know, we had- have to run. We had Shane Lester on the show the other day, who's a financial uh-huh. consultant and does mortgages. And he was saying he sold his 2019 for more than the new 2022 cost him. Yeah. Who doesn't take that kind of deal? Well, Who he did that kind of deal. He, he did. did proves that he's I, smart and he ain't. Yeah. old. Our point is don't spend what you don't have. And you, you probably don't need what you even think you need. I mean, there's, there's a lot of other options. Well, but That's,
0: you know, don't you think there are so many people that, that I mean, there were, we're, so many of us are tempted to live our lives because of the appearance and, and how other people may see us. And you and I are both long enough in the tooth now to know that until they're writing checks for the things that you're buying, you shouldn't care what they think. So if people, if people want to judge Dennis because he's driving, you know, this car that is 10 years plus old or me driving one 10 plus years old, uh, okay. Well then buy me a new one.
1: Yeah. I'd <laughs> rather have the money in the bank. I'd rather have the money in the bank. And if I sell something I really, really wanted, which I don't very often. Yeah. 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 And I, I find it. I want to come back to that deal with Shane again. You remember he, t- he said his wife was coming out of one of the flea markets or something. And she was like, it was so much more money for fun when we were broke
0: <laughs> we yeah. had,
1: to, had to analyze our payments more closely and all that. Yeah. Advice. Number one from old guys. Don't go in debt if you don't absolutely have to. Yes, you have to have a home. We got that. We talk about that all the time. But you don't have to have a brand new car. And, and one of the things in an upcoming episode we have, we have uh, 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 mortgage uh, people from Arvest. And one of the very first things they say is whatever you do. As soon as you get signed in on your loan, do not go buy a new car. Do not go change your numbers. Do not go make a new purchase. Do not any of that. You you got to lock that in place. But
0: that'll make me happy, Dennis. I,
1: if I buy, that I'm going to quote Shane T. Gonna- Lester who said, and my wife who said that was a great saying. If it's going to take this to make you happy, what's the next thing you're going to have to buy to make you happy? Advice from old guys. Randy, yeah, I'm going to well, throw it at you. What's a piece of advice you'd
0: give younger people? You know, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of Jordan Peterson. Yeah. And if you don't know who he is Googling, but Jordan Peterson is a really brilliant guy. And he does put forth a premise that I think, you know, questions, whether happiness should be the goal, because it's just, it's so fleeting. Elusive. And he's absolutely, I think he's absolutely right. You know, but, but so many people are pursuing happiness and I don't know, I've had too many things happen to me in life that have shown me the colossal selfishness of happiness, right? Mm. So, I mean, if you're going to pursue somebody's happiness, we're both happily married guys, madly in love with our wives. Um Amen. It's just better for me to pursue her happiness. I mean, that's a quicker path to, for me. It just is. And I, that. I know it sounds noble and altruistic and all that, and I don't mean it that way. I mean it quite in a self-serving way. Yeah, no, it I just—it it just is. It's just—it's infinitely more rewarding. I don't know how much
1: wisdom there is in that, but oh, there's a ton of wisdom in there's, that. One, I think one there's of the greatest quotes from Zig Ziglar. Sorry, I didn't mean to step on you. Yeah, there. no, go ahead. One of the greatest quotes from Zig Ziglar is selfishness is the one disease that makes everybody around you sick except for the person that has it. Yeah. And if you want to be miserable, if you want to be genuinely miserable, be selfish. It's easy. And by the way, we don't touch on this kind of stuff many times. But Randy, and I'm, I'm just going to shoot across the bow of a million things that nobody's asked our opinion about. Um, I don't know of an addiction of any sort. Gambling, sex, drugs, pick it, whatever, any addiction that you want to pick involves selfishness. It involves making yourself the center of the known universe and everybody else is subservient to you. They're going to put up with your drinking. They're going to put up with your gambling. They're going to put up with your uh, immoral activities whatever selfishness is the center of all those addictions. Am I close?
0: In my experience, that's true.
1: So, so living for somebody else, is that what I'm hearing?
0: Well, listen, you and I have talked enough about leadership in particular because I spend so much of my time in in that that arena. And the progression of leadership that I crafted in my 20s, I'm not saying it's perfect. I haven't been able to improve on it because I'm probably limited in brain power. Don't know why I crafted it, but I did. Humility, curiosity knowledge, understanding, compassion. Say it again, My, please say it again. Humility, curiosity. If I'm the smartest guy in the room, I got no questions. I got all the answers. <laughs> so there goes curiosity. And if I don't have curiosity, then knowledge, well, whatever I know better be enough. Cause I ain't going to know much more. And if I don't know, I can't understand. And we're living in a society where we just don't, we're not interested in understanding. We're just interested in hollering at each other and shouting at each other and arguing with each other and telling each other, you know, well, you're an idiot because you don't agree with me. But, you know, if we understood each other, we, we might have, we might feel differently. You know, I made a comment to a client the other day. I remember being in a, in a couple of business meetings with a fella, and it just, you know, he was just really off putting. I didn't like the guy at all. And I thought, you know, I don't know this guy. So I went up and had a private conversation with him. And in that conversation, he divulged that he was going through something personally. And he told me what it was. And it was pretty traumatic. And he said, you know, and I'm not, I'm not likely handling it very well. Well, I asked my client, I said, do you think that changed anything at all for me? And she said, oh, yeah, of course. I said, yeah, of course. I mean, now I understand this guy. And I understand that the guy that I'm seeing in this meeting may not quite be completely who he is, right? There's, there's more to him than that. So that's understanding at the top is compassion, compassion, simple definition is a focus on others. I happen to define leadership as a focus on others and doing for others, what they can't do for themselves. That has nothing to do with a title. It has nothing to do with being a boss. So let's just take our marriages, our relationships. Let's take you and me. I mean, we're both capable of exercising some leadership. We're both capable of having a focus on the other guy and thinking, what can I do for Dennis? What can, and I don't, I don't want to think this way, but I want you to think this way. What can I do for Randy that he can't do for himself? And there's plenty, by the way, you know, because I'm this I'm this social butterfly who is a natural introvert. I don't look like it, but it drains me. I can be very engaging. Dennis loves it and thrives on it. Uh, you know, Dennis loves to shoot from the hip and he loves to just have a bunch of irons in the fire. I, I, I don't, but I've got great respect for the way that you roll. And we're kind of a yin and a yang thing, but in our marriages, I think it's the same thing. I think, you know, for you to serve your wife, for me to serve my wife and do for them things that maybe they can't do for themselves, or maybe things that we could do better for them and to have a focus on them. The older I get, the more I know how rewarding that is. I wish I had known that when I was 40.
1: Well, you know, uh, Oh, wait uh, a
0: minute. I'm not 40 anymore, by the yeah, way, I'm that, way, way older.
1: A couple of years ago, a couple yeah, of years ago, yeah. one of our number one fans is a uh, Steven and a uh, great, great guy. We talk about sports racing a lot. And, and this is the crazy thing that you'll hear in racing, slow down to go faster. Yep. And you've heard the term. I know you have a hundred times and and it sounds so counterintuitive, Yeah. but some of that, you know, Focus on others to make yourself happier. Oh, whatever. Come on. How could I how could I? Yeah. Yeah, it works, huh, Randy? It
0: does. My grandmother had a sign in her kitchen said the hurrier I go, the behinder I get. <laughs> so a lot of stuff's counterintuitive, right? Yeah, I is. mean, so there's that. Yeah. yeah. There's that. It's why my favorite quote is still everything is hard until it's easy. Yeah. I don't care if it's learning to ride a bike or uh, you know, I got I got little grandsons that are playing, you know, I got a grandson Roy, Road Rash Roy, you know, he's oh, yeah, six, he's six and he's playing baseball, you know. <laughs> I mean they're they're trying they're trying to figure it out. By the way, hitting in the of course every home run's in the park. Yeah, I'm sure. And I don't mean just because of errors, which there are plenty of errors, but mm-hmm. Yeah. The kid's a hitter, man. The kids are really, yeah. I'm off the topic, but yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah well, then this is. I'm going to have kid. to share. I'm going to have to share some video with, uh, with the audience. Of, yes, you do. Of, well, this of is Roy, the of Roy and, and my son, you know, his father hollering run, run, <laughs> keep running, you know, cause Ryan coaches third base, my son, you know, so.
1: Does he ever see his Roy? name?
0: Isn't Roy. His name is Cason but I call him road rash Roy because he's always got a boo-boo or something. Cause he's always, you know, he's just rough and tumble and he climbs everything, but he comes around in third, you know, and Ryan's just yelling, run,
1: run. And, you know,
0: it's just, it's
1: I always funny. thought road rash Roy Roy is, is one of my favorite stories that you tell simply because I can always, in my mind, I can see, um, You know, I can see child protective services going now, explain that blues again, (laughs) because he's sure. Well, and if the
0: audience hasn't seen the picture, I need to, I need to show it, he's got, he's got a, a a hockey helmet. That's got no face cage on it. It's painted blue. He's got it on his hand, on his head. He's barefooted. He's covered in mud, head to toe, and both arms are in the air. You know, it's like this victory pose, like, you know, a gymnast has just made a perfect 10 point landing or something, you know, it's just, it's just funny. At, that'll give you some. You, you live that long, you'll get some wisdom, you know. But you
1: know, it's it. Here's what I'm hearing, though. You get a whole lot of joy from seeing what happens with him.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, but, you you can't. There's nothing you can purchase. Hmm. There's nothing you can purchase. There's you don't no, have
1: enough money. You no, don't have enough.
0: Money. There's there's not a check you could get. There's not enough money that could be wired into your account. You know to. To say, yeah, I'll I'll sell that. I'll sell my experiences with Roy. You know, I'll I'll sell my experiences for something. You know, that's worth a brand new car, surely. No, it's
1: not. It's not. You know. So there's that. Well, let me let me go back to one thing. Just against the act of the counterintuitive. Uh, You know what a car can cost you, or a new car can cost you. It can cost you your happiness. Oh, of course. Lay awake at night and sweat those payments. You can, and, and I know, you know, we're joking about watches and we talk about different units that Diane and I've been able to buy here. And I'll tell you right now, if we've never made this clear before, this is the dear Lord's blessings above this was, we, we work hard. It, It shouldn't have worked this way. It, and not because we're favored, not, not, this is silly. We've worked hard and we've got these other properties that we think are dynamite, but my Lord, you, you, if you, if you. If you don't see the sprinklings of blessings, you're not paying attention. You're really not.
0: Well, and all that glitters ain't gold, you know, I mean, oh, there's, yeah. there, the, we could, we can focus and you and I do because we're both kind of optimist. Well, no, we're not kind of, we are optimist, mm-hmm. but and there's plenty of hard, there's plenty of struggle and heartache along the way. You know, you oh. and I, you and I have, we have, we've cried in front of this audience before and we will do it again. It's just life. It's just life and it's, 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 it's how we learn. It strengthens us. If we endure it or overcome it, if we cave in and give into it, no, not so much, you know, it doesn't strengthen us that much, but yeah, there's, there's plenty to be gratitude is the way forward. There's another, there's another pearl of wisdom. Gratitude is the way forward. Hmm.
1: I'm actually just thinking that through, and what what I was going to say about these other units that we have, I can tell you about the lost sleep I had every night. Yeah. I can tell you right before we purchased each one of them, are, are we going to be able to do that? How can I do that? What if I had to move this from here or, or is this, am I going to walk to the bank and go, we, we just don't have it?
0: Yeah. But I now you're just, that. now you're just printing money and you're just sitting back on easy street. Cause just it's falling it's, in our lap. There's yeah, no yeah, work yeah, yeah. at all to it. No,
1: I don't work at all. It's just those. <laughs> I tried to, somebody asked me the other day how many jobs I had. And I was like, hang on, hang on. thought I was going to have to take my shoes off, Randy. Anyway, that uh-huh. said, yeah, that said, uh, other pearls of wisdom. Anything just come to you. I've got a couple more. I'm just kind of pondering. Oh, go, over, ahead. But, go ahead. Go ahead. And this is just me. I don't think that we, we've ever, ever discussed this before, Randy, but you know what I think. Whereas possible to live peaceably with your neighbor. And I mean that. I mean that on social media, I mean, physically your next door neighbor, I mean, your international neighbor, I mean,
0: well, now come on, now you're putting a cramp in a lot of people's, you know, hobbies, you know, I just
1: got unhappy. That made yeah. I mean, now you're going to put a cramp in my spare time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I just, oh, I agree. I can't imagine living in a world. I don't think I'm going to. Be a real jerk on social media. Yeah, but
0: today. again, you know, I mean, a lot of this is faith based for sure, but you know, it's that golden rule stuff and that's out the window, you know, people, they, they used to talk about alcohol being liquid courage. Well, now there's just courage behind the keyboard
1: and actually in one of our, but I
0: had a friend who was a programmer years ago who had a, he had a phrase IBK idiot behind keyboard <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I kind of like his better. <laughs> I love the mechanic who used to say there was a loose nut behind the wheel, and people go, "Yeah, oh, really? Where? Where? And right, right in the seat, right there, right, right in the exactly. seat." Exactly. Tag, you're it. Uh, oh, I got one more. Let's hear. Humor. Yeah. Humor. I, I don't know. Uh, I have spent too much time in uh, funerals lately, uh, and uh, with Diane's family, and with some with my own family, and Diane had made note you know, she won't go to a funeral without me. I was like, why? And she said, because you you're always humor. cracking jokes or well, I, but I use humor to make people more comfortable. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh And humor, let's face it. Humor laughter is the release of fear. I don't care how you phrase it. Okay, It's the release of fear. It's the, it's the, I'm easy with you. I can laugh about this or <laughs> nervous laugh or whatever, mm-hmm. but, but it is, and I realized that so many people in particular in in, in funeral settings and, and other social settings, they're just basically uncomfortable, not because they don't like or they didn't want to be here or whatever. They're either uncomfortable with the topic of death, which you probably want to get around, uh, or they're just generally uncomfortable. And And I remember back to that whole selfishness thing and whatever. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes that there are people who are truly self-conscious. And I think there are other people who are obsessed with not making a fool of themselves or ever looking silly or ever, whatever. If you think you're never going to look foolish, might as well become a hermit and stay at home. You're going to look like a goob some days. Embrace it. Like I do. Yeah. Well, thankfully we, we do that pretty well.
0: I'd (laughs) give us high marks. (laughs) I'd give us a high mark (laughs) doing that. That's for sure. (laughs) No, I, I agree. Yeah. But don't you think some of that is just taking, you know, taking yourself, taking ourselves or taking, you know, life too seriously. But then again, I mean, boy, stuff seems to keep cycling back. The more you think about it for me, at least to selfishness, you know, if you, if you think you're the center of the universe and you think nobody understands, nobody understands what I'm going Plenty of people understand what you're going through. Mm -hmm. Plenty of people have been where you are. Plenty of people have gone. I mean, I think of the various things that I've gone through. I, I've told you before about these ladies that I introduced myself to that run and operate parents of murdered children up in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, you know, you think, well, nobody understands my pain, but you walk in that room. If you happen to be sadly, if you happen to be the parent of a murdered child and they happen to transcend that they go beyond that they go to fr- family and friends of murdered children. Um, but yeah, the minute you walk in that room, you don't even have to introduce yourself, right? I mean, everybody can relate. And I think there's, I think there's, I think there's power in that, which is why I kind of hate. No, I don't kind of, I do hate, I do hate the fragmentation. I do hate the divisiveness. I do hate the, the planting your flag and and throwing rocks at, at, at other, at other people. I do hate the whole woke thing. I do hate, you know, I I do. Yeah. I just hate all of that, you know, because for me, it's just, it's just a colossal, it's just colossal, not understanding.
1: Well, it's it's a lack of even of empathy or apathy. I mean, you don't even want to understand, you know? Yeah.
0: You know, and it's just, yeah, that's right. That's right. It's just so much self-centeredness and you know, every, every group has some vested interest. I get it, but I don't get it. I mean, I don't get it to the degree that, you know, it's so pervasive. Um, so many acts, axes to grind. And I don't know, make your wildest dreams come true in your selfishness. And we see where that leads more selfishness more disappointment, more angst, more bitterness, more resentment, more envy, more jealousy, more of all the things that are bad that all of us have to battle. We all have to battle it. The problem is some of us aren't, we're not fighting very hard. Mm -hmm. I think we should fight. I think we should fight harder
1: because we are the enemy. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah. Yeah. I remember one of my great, great quotes from Jim Rohn, one of the motivational speakers that you and I both listened to 30 Uh and 40 years ago, who was a farm boy from Idaho, as he would remind you. And he said, you know, people would come to him and say, well, you know, all your plans, all your motivational stuff and all this positive stuff, that, that sounds good, but you don't know what I've been through. He said, yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. We've all had heartache. If you want to compare heartaches, I can compare heartaches. Heartaches are not re- ch- reserved for a fro- f- f- Heartaches are not reserved for a chosen few. And I remember hearing those words, and you might as well have hit me with a sledgehammer. Heartaches are not reserved for a chosen few. We've all got heartaches. Yeah. No, they, they vary in size. Some of them vary in tragedy. Oh, that's worse than other. Well, you know, Okay. But, but as you've said before, you know, you have two choices. You can wallow in it or you can get over it.
0: And there's a, but there's another pearl of wisdom. It's not a contest. Mm. You know, these people that want to keep score, (laughs) you know, my, well, my pain's deeper than your pain. Well, okay. Congratulations. You win. (laughs) I mean, you know, what do you say to? What do Here's you your say? flag. Here's yeah, your mean, flag. Yeah, what do you what do you say to that? It's like, you know, this not it's not a contest.
1: You know, we're all we're kind of all in this together, you know? And none well, of us are going to get out of this thing alive anyway. You no, know, we just all in it together unless you're selfish, and then we're not all in it together because you got to be special. You got to be more hurt than everybody else. You gotta be more, you gotta be more, you know, your 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 hurt doesn't compare. I can't possibly understand your hurt, Randy, right? well let me let me
0: wax a little bit a little bit faith based and if you don't like it, build a bridge and get over it. You know the good news of the gospel is that we can all be redeemed. The truth of the gospel is we all need redemption. Mm, but some people that. think that the good news of the gospel is i'm going to heaven, and you're not. <laughs>
1: I got the winning ticket. You know, I know and ticket. and it's
0: like you know, I it's it's just not a competition. You know, there's enough there's enough room for all of us. I think of somebody gave a, a lesson at church some months ago a, a younger guy and and he made a point that I've grown up knowing and you do too. But the early Jews who rejected the Lord at first, and those who became Christians absolutely hated the fact that the, wait a minute, the Gentiles, you can't let the Gentiles in on our party.
1: Are you kidding?
0: You know, why are you why do you, to this program? Yeah. Why, why are you letting them in as, as though, and this is what fascinates me about selfishness, which is the point. Yeah. It cost them nothing. <laughs> the Jews gave up nothing. It nothing didn't cost, kind of Came out of their pocket. No, it didn't. It didn't cost them anything. But I do think about that quite seriously. I think about that with hot Springs village. Mm-hmm. And I think about, because I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of, of musicians and bands Yeah, and I can stumble onto a band. There's a little band that came out of Michigan that I fell in love with years ago called midnight pilot. Hmm. They haven't broken through. They're not big.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm in touch with these guys. Uh. I started exposing my audience of my podcast leaning toward wisdom. I'll give it a shout out leaningtowardwisdom.com since Which the is topic a here is
1: wisdom. Fantastic uh, podcast. You know, I reached <clears throat> out
0: I reached out to these guys but I know that there probably are some fans of that band that really don't want them to break through you can't know our secret, right? It's yeah, our little it's, special it's, secret. yeah. It's like, it's this cult, even though it won't cost them anything, but you know, there is something to that in our human psychology that we're like, it's our little secret. And I, I, I do sense that. I sense that yeah. not, I don't sense that widespread by the way.
1: No, it's occasional. Yeah.
0: But I do sense that among some inside the village that, you know, let it be, let it be our little secret the The negative to me is well, not the negative, but the the truth of it to me is okay, and that would negatively impact you how so prior to twenty eighteen, Randy and Rhonda Cantrell don't know one thing about this place we've never been to this place, so now that we know it, well, we've got this podcast going, so there's that, yeah, but how have we have we negatively? What have we taken from anybody in the village? Because we now know about it.
1: Have you watered down other people's happiness?
0: Well, I think about Mike Varney and the huge investment that, that he and, and his wife, Jolene made in the village in purchasing the number of homes over there because he came over there as a golfer and he fell in love with it. And I'm thinking, okay, Mike, what is my, Mike, Mike is taking away from whom? What is he taking away? I mean, the the guys bringing so much money into the village, you know, through his short term mm-hmm. rental stuff, uh, and through his own. You know, I mean, he's over there every sure. week. Yeah. So I don't know. I, it's just again, selfishness seems to be the theme.
1: Well, or 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 the thought that someone else's success cost you. I think that's another that that's a yeah. huge point we need. That that's even different than selfishness. You know, I had <clears throat> I've had many friends who told me that they would invest in the stock market, but that the you know the only way you win is when other people lose. Really? No, that's gambling.
0: <laughs> that's what gam that's what happens when that's what happens when you're a monkey at a slot machine <laughs> as you as you put it the other day.
1: Yeah. Hitting the button no, you're right. You're right. Yeah.
0: yeah. But you and I both know that there are people, sadly, there are people who their lives are made better because of your pain. <laughs> their, their situation looks better because yours
1: doesn't. And the more grim that yours looks, eh, the better they feel about themselves. As, as Jim Rohn said, as Jim Rohn said in another moment, he said, there's two ways to having the tallest building in town. You can build the tallest building in town. Or you can tear down all the other buildings in town. And when you go to tear down that building, somebody's somebody going to say, hey, that Simpson guy. He's a terror downer. And you know what? Next time they're going to say, hey, we see him coming. He's going to try and tear stuff down because that's how he does. So if you want to live your life and be known as a tearing down in person, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. Try and build it. No,
0: but I'm you down. could at least, you know, hey, you can at least get known. So there's that, you know, <laughs> I mean, we know who you are. <laughs> all the rest of us know who you are, too. <laughs> You know, so the good news is I don't find that in Hot Springs Village. I don't find that in Bedford, Texas. I have, I didn't find that in Edmond, Oklahoma. When I lived there, I didn't find that in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I haven't found that anywhere I have lived. I have not found that to be the pervasive way that people live. And my, aren't we thankful for that?
1: We are. And I think I've got one I want to end up on, and it's not like we even started with a list, but. I've got another one of what not to be. Yep. Don't be petty. Don't be petty. It will cost you more than you can fathom. Well, you know, they did this to me three years ago, Randy. So, you know, I can't, I'm waiting for my revenge. I've seen a lot of people who want to say, you know, karma is a terrible thing. And that's code for, I can't wait to them to get them to get theirs. Really? You think your life is going to be improved when you see someone else, right? More than once, more than once. I have told people that I've counseled with, you know, I, am going to, when I get this revenge, I said, you know, I, I don't know if you know this, but it doesn't feel as good as you think it's going it, to. It's a very empty, hollow feeling. Well, I got mine. I, I got my revenge in on them. Eh, Randy. Well, okay.
0: Now what? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like a dog chasing a car. Okay. You bark at the car and the car stops and that you caught it. Now, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. You know, the dog's just going to look at you like, well, I don't know what to do now. Game's over. Well, but you know, how do people, how do uh, you and I both know that some people, they don't even recognize. They don't, we look at it and it's blindingly obvious to us that it's petty, but it's not petty to them. You know, I've got this, I don't have it handy, but you've seen it, this drawing and you look at the drawing and do you see a young woman or an old woman? Hmm. Right. Right. And so you're going to see, and people naturally see one or the other. Mm-hmm. And most people you're like, okay, do you see the young woman? And if they see the old woman, they kind of struggle to see it. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, here's her nose. Here's her chin. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Well, the minute you see it, you can't not see it. Right. Cause you see it. But I think that's true for all of us. Hmm. You know, I mean, understanding is the clear comprehension of what is happening what has happened okay well but people that are petty i don't think it's petty it's important to me this is a big deal to me you know don't try don't don't minimize how i feel okay you know but make sure you're seeing it clearly and again not to cycle back around to selfishness but to cycle back around to selfishness <laughs> guess what helps us see more clearly somebody else somebody else who can So I'm sitting here with the client saying, you see, here's her nose. Here's her chin. Okay. Well, guess what that does. That accelerates the understanding. And now there's comprehension. Well, it changes everything. It changes everything. I mean, how many of us have met somebody? I I gave one little simple illustration earlier, but you know, you met somebody in the first impression and you're like, well, I pegged, I had them pegged all wrong. I mean we've all done it. We've all misjudged people. Sure. A million times. You know. Yeah. And so to your petty point I mean I I could just make that the gospel. You know, I'm I'm sure I've left a poor impression on any number of occasions,
1: <laughs> you know, I, I literally wake lay awake at night sometime and think, Oh, I remember, Oh boy, that was a, mm. <laughs> yeah, I, mm, I wouldn't do that again. Boy, who, who did that? What, what crazy man did that? What, yeah. What you I know, thinking? so
0: the question is that a fair depiction is that, is that, is that, did somebody see the whole you in a snapshot? No, no, you know, no, I mean, man, I've, we sometimes record and I'm not having a great day. We sometimes record and you're not having a great day. Hopefully we hide it, you know, somewhat life happens back behind us. Well, but we don't always, we don't always hide it. I mean, true confession, you know, so when you see a show and I'm really quiet, it could be because that's how it rolls. It could be because I, I don't have a clue what to ask, you know? (laughs) I mean, Dennis, he could have an upset stomach or something going on. You know. Meanwhile, you just keep moving. You know, you just keep moving. I
1: don't at the know. end of at the end of one episode, I'll, I'll tell our audience. At the end of one episode, I turned to Randy and said, "I'm glad I didn't pass out then because I was thinking I wasn't going to make it from this <laughs> that scene to that scene." And yeah, but well, there we were. Well, I got one follow up, and to me, I think this is one of the most important. We we've covered some other critical things, but some from advice from old guys, just. Go ahead and forgive them, not not because they deserve it, but because you deserve the peace. I'm going to fill you in on a blank. If you're listening to me, Neil, and we're still here, it's my turn on the soapbox, my turn on the pulpit. The people you are so upset with did not get up this morning and going, "Mm, boy, I sure hope I still pissed Dennis off today. Boy, I tell you what, I'm going to keep grinding him till he's miserable. They don't give a thought to you. They do. Their mind does not even cross. You you don't. You're a million miles away from their thoughts or concerns or anything. And here you are making stomach acid over the fact that that they need to come to you and ask for forgiveness. Remember that whole, you know, getting even and making it right thing. I got news for you. When they come to you and ask for forgiveness, it doesn't feel like you think it will either. It's not as rewarding as you might think.
0: Yeah. And people say, well, how, how do you forgive? What's your answer?
1: (laughs) How do I say how to forgive? You know, I, um, the forgive and forget thing, uh, Diane, uh, has probably one of the the shortest forgiveness cycles I've ever seen in my life. It's one of her greatest assets, especially to live with me. Um, but I will tell you, we've already talked on it. We've already hit it if you think that you're so important that people have to ask you for forgiveness, if you think that you're at an elevated place where you're so important that they have to ask your forgiveness because they did you wrong and they know that's the rule, Randy, they can't break the rule. They can't be mean to you. It's it, you're in the wrong place. You're in the wrong perspective.
0: You're in the wrong well, I tell people, you know, I, I, the only advice I know to give in that regard is to just make up your mind. Be done. There is a survey. I need to find a link, and it, you can take it free. It's called the VIA survey. V I A. It's a character strength assessment. Now, character strengths are different than like strength finders.
1: Sure.
0: Character traits are things like forgiveness. Right. And I happen to be perhaps like like your wife. Every time I've taken this thing, which is half a dozen times, forgiveness is number one. Really. And if you study that survey and that assessment, what you find is that your strength becomes your weakness. You forgive too easily. Well, it's your Achilles heel. No, Mm. I can forgive other people super easy, but then I can look in the mirror and it's really hard. Can't
1: forgive Randy.
0: No, really, really, really hard. You know, but I tell people, the only thing I know to do is just make up your mind. Just make up your mind. But here's the problem. We don't want to do that. And I'm like, if you remind yourself of the times that you needed some grace and some compassion, oh boy. and that shouldn't be too tough for any of us, if we're honest mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, but I don't want to forgive them. You know, I don't want to, and I don't want to forgive them because well, they don't deserve it. And I'm like, well, that's the whole definition of grace. <laughs> You've just defined great. It's, it's giving people some consideration that are undeserving of it. that
1: Don't deserve it in the no, first place. So,
0: you know, so you give it to them, you give it to them anyway, you know, why, why not? Um, admittedly, come on, all of this stuff is not easy to do. And I guess that's why it's two old guys, you know, talking about it because you got to admittedly got to live some life, you know, you got to be knocked down and dragged out and Jerk through a knothole backwards, as the old timer said, you know, uh, to figure some of this stuff out. And hopefully I don't know about you, but I had a bunch of old men in my life. I had a whole bunch of old men. I had a bunch of old women in my life too, you know, that, that taught me some of that stuff. And now I'm at a point where, yeah, like Roy, yeah, I kind of want to pass some of that stuff on, you know, before he kills himself. Yeah. Because
1: Roy needs a lot of wisdom. (laughs) He, need, he needs a bath. He needs a bath and a lot of wisdom. So, so my my uh, nephew told me one time he's got two adorable little boys and they're great kids, great kids, incredibly savvy, sharp kids. And uh, one of them, <laughs> one of them, turned one time and they said, "You know, when I grow up, I want to be smart like Uncle Dennis." <laughs> I was like, oh. "Let's <laughs> not tell you what." Why don't you try to be wiser than uncle Dennis? Yeah. This yeah. wisdom, this, this intelligence thing, it ain't what it's cracked up to be a little <laughs> right. wisdom. Wisdom will go a lot further, my friend, a lot, yeah. lot further.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Set the bar a tad higher. <laughs>
1: <Why don't laughs> yeah. You?
0: yeah. Oh, listen, I, I feel the same way. I tell people that podcast lean toward it. Listen, we're leaning toward it. I don't claim to have <laughs> captured it. We're just leaning. <laughs> we're trying to lean toward our wisdom and further away from our own foolishness. And that's a. That's a tall order.
1: It can be. It can be. Well, I don't have any more wisdom for the day. I'll, I'll recap and um, what uh, humility, and not being selfish, uh, forgiveness. Uh, uh, what did we miss? We missed something else. Yeah, focus on well, others. You know, stay out of debt. Stay yeah, out of debt. Yeah, don't spend money you don't have. Trying to impress people that really don't care about you. No, no. Yeah. No, people, that,
0: as you pointed out, people that aren't even thinking about you.
1: No, no, they don't wake up and go, oh, man, today I might forgive Dennis. (laughs) They're not thinking about that. No, you know, and
0: if people are so petty, to use your point, if people are so petty that they're going to judge me based on the car that
1: I drive. Yeah. Well, okay, then judge away. Go go with it. (laughs) Judge (laughs) away. Well, for Hot Springs Village Inside Out and two old guys, hopefully sharing some wisdom, I'm Dennis Simpson. He is. I don't know who I am. I'm Randy, Randy Contrell, <laughs> and we are out of here. We will see.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of Hot Springs Village Inside Out, a podcast where Hot Springs Village, Arkansas is the star. Please subscribe to the podcast. You can do that by visiting our website hsvinsideout.com and tell a friend.